0: Hello, fellow rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So Josh just sent me a chart and a report that completely blew my mind. I knew the American consumer was getting squeezed, but I didn't realize to what extent they're getting squeezed financially. So let's go right into this report. Actually, before we do, on that note, most of you realize that we're in very tumultuous times right now. It's not just about the American consumer, the stock market. I mean, obviously, we see what's going on in the Middle East, Russia, Ukraine, China potentially invading Taiwan. We've got the United States debt exploding higher. We have the deficits exploding as well. There's a lot of things to be concerned with. The very last thing you want to do is bury your head in the sand. So this Friday at 2 o'clock Eastern time on this channel, I'm joining forces with my good friends, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh, to go over how you can not only survive, but build wealth and thrive in these tumultuous times, in this crazy world that we're living in right now, regardless of what comes down the pipeline in 2024. Uh, the questions I always get are great questions. You know, George, I understand what's going on. I understand the problems, but what should I do? Should I buy gold? Should I buy silver? Should I buy Bitcoin? Should I buy commodities? Should I buy treasury? Should I be in cash? I mean, who knows? It's very difficult for the average Joe and Jane to actually determine what the best path forward is to make sure that they are, again, not just surviving, but hopefully trying to thrive in this insane world that we're living in right now. So again, let's before we get into the story, I just want to show you guys, uh, you want to put it on your calendar going to be just a free live stream with myself, Lynn Alden, and Chris McIntosh. If you don't know Chris McIntosh, she's one of the best hedge fund managers I know, specialized in commodities. And Lynn Alden obviously needs no introduction. She is one of the best, if not the best macro strategist I've ever seen. And I think most people would uh, have the exact same opinion of her in this space. So you're going to want to put this on your calendar. It's this Friday, 2 o'clock Eastern, live, right here on the Rebel Capitalist channel. So now let's get over to this chart from the Federal Reserve. We use this in the thumbnail, guys. And this is, you know, when I say that this nightmare is turning into reality, that's not clickbait. I'm not exaggerating here that this is, I'm just being as literal as I possibly can be. So this chart is, believe it or not, real median household incomes in the United States. So the median household income adjusted for inflation. Now I knew that since the Cervasus sickness that real incomes had gone down, but I didn't know to the degree to which they have come down. Look at this. Prior to the survey sickness, the average household income, this is adjusted for inflation, was seventy eight thousand, almost eighty grand. Now it's down below seventy five. That's five thousand dollars a year, almost. I mean, that that's unbelievable. But let's get over to this report that just came out from CNB, uh, Excuse me, from uh, CBS that goes into the details. So they say that, and I had no idea that this was the case. I thought that nominal wages, for the most part, were increasing. Now, that last chart was real wages adjusted for inflation. But now, in this report from CBS, they're talking about nominal wages, not real wages. Nominal wages are falling in 17 states. So when you look at the aggregate total, yes, it may be true that, Nominal incomes are increasing, but then when you break it down state by state, you see that there are some real problems here. And when I say that this is a nightmare, I I think I might even be understating it. When you think about nominal wages going down, but at the same time, consumer prices going up. Look, I've been on the disinflation camp for a long, long time. You guys know that. And that's something that we got right. Here on this channel, but that doesn't mean that we've had deflation, disinflation and deflation to completely separate things with disinflation prices are still going up for heaven's sakes. So when prices are going up and nominal wages are not just going up at a slower pace, but they're going down for heaven's sakes, this is catastrophic for the average American This this literally means they're going to struggle putting food on the table, especially if this trend continues and we see this play out in more and more states. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts Lynn Alden, and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices, he specializes in options, Tony Greer, commodity trading, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you wanna build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's get down into the article and they show the 17 states that are struggling the most right now where the nominal incomes have actually gone down. So Oregon shocker, no surprise there. (laughs) Uh, And then you've got, you know, Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, I guess maybe defunding the police wasn't such a great idea. You've got New Hampshire, Vermont. Now a couple of the States have seen nominal wages go up. So that's good news. But still, even Alabama, where the nominal wages have gone up by 2.4%, that's not keeping up with the rate of inflation. Even headline inflation, which we know is wildly understated. Even in Florida, 1.7%. That's not keeping up with the rate of inflation. And let's get down into the actual numbers. where, Where Americans are earning less and again, I, I, I know I've, I'm beating a dead horse here, but this is these are nominal wages, or these are nominal household incomes, not adjusted for inflation. So the end of the pandemic support, such as stimulus checks, as well as 2022, high inflation took toll on households in many states. Well, you can say that again. Look at this, New Hampshire, 5.9% decrease. We see decreases in states going all the way down to Indiana, minus 1.5%. And only one, two, three, four, five states had increases. In Alaska, I'm guessing it was because high oil prices. So they got their annual dividend, which was higher than normal. Without that, I would assume that incomes would be flat, if not down there as well. I mean, even in Texas, they were flat. Let's get into the nitty-gritty here. They say many states where incomes fell last year had older populations. And we see this theme throughout the report where they're saying that the older populations, their incomes are, are, are decreasing dramatically. Um, look, looking at the glass half full, let's, let's try to do that here. If I were to say, okay, this isn't so bad, you know, what argument would I use? I'd say, okay, well, it's tough to look at household incomes, because if the size of the household is decreasing, then even if you've got, uh, you know, the, the income per person could be the same if not going up, right? Because if you've got the house, let's say the average household size is eight people, just taking it to an extreme. But yet the average household income goes from Uh, 78,000 down to 74,000, but the average household size goes from eight down to four. Okay, well, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. So maybe, hopefully, that's part of what we're seeing, just trying to, again, look at this as a glass half full type of scenario. Maybe fewer people are in the labor force. Maybe they're able to retire. Maybe that's having an impact on it. But if you go back and look at this chart, I have a hard time believing it's just retirees leaving the labor force because they were doing that back here. I mean, baby boomers started to retire uh, and had to be back in 2017, 2018, something like that. So we have a wave of baby boomers retiring, but yet the, nominal, the real wages here, excuse me, are going back and forth. Uh, on this chart actually went up. So that would lead me to believe that it's it's not all just about people retiring and the size of the households decreasing. There's a lot more to it than that. So now they talk about consumer sentiment decreasing, and you can understand why. They say, generally speaking, the decline in consumer confidence from 2021 to 2022 is particularly strong in the Midwest, he noted. Also, a few of the states that saw increases in real medium incomes saw relatively small declines in consumer confidence. Well, yeah. I mean, if people's incomes are going down, their confidence level that they're going to be able to put food on the table decreases. It's kind of a no-brainer. But look, this coincides with what? The additional savings that we talked about through PPP and stimulus and not having to pay student loan, etc. Once that started to decline... That's when you see the consumer confidence in these States particular in particular go down. And just to reiterate, for those of you who might not be uh, the the usual suspects here on the live streams, uh, the regular watches, the rebel capitalist channel, we're done. According to the San Francisco fed in Q3 of this year. So right now that's when all the additional savings is gone. So, Moving forward into 2024, this should—I wish I don't like to say this—but this will likely become an even bigger problem. They say household incomes might improve in 2023 now that wage gains are finally outstripping inflation. Tell that to the to the inverted yield curve and what happens in in an, in a uh, recession. If you're someone that believes that the inverted yield curve is once again going to be right. In a recession, unemployment rate goes up. And when the unemployment rate goes up, that usually means nominal wages go down even further than they have uh, in these 17 states and go down even further in real terms than they have since the beginning of the Cervasus sickness. Wow, crazy stuff. Even I sit here and do the news all the time. I look at this stuff daily, and I had no idea that nominal wages had actually gone down in 17 states. Unbelievable. Well, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.